The uh, theme for the afternoon talk is the influence of the uh, image. Yeah. <coughs> Just before um, uh, uh, walking in, I was having a one-to-one. I call it an interview. Interview. Uh, and we were having some. Uh, uh, exploration or touching upon um, teachers and it is one of the questions which is uh, quite often uh, asked and along the lines of uh, do I need a teacher and the uh, the good person said to me um, do you have a view about this and my response Sadly, I have a view about everything. <laughs> you name it, I have a view about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mostly. And just to take uh, a moment or, or two, because it is a question which does arise quite regularly uh, on retreats for the participants. And my uh, uh, response in this particular area, there are some, and this may apply to some of you here, who will say, and it is important, that uh, yes, I have a teacher, and that woman or man um, uh, is my teacher. And it is a common occurrence, we might say, in the tradition, uh, there, so the specific teacher, she or he has certain uh, uh, number of students but it is just one expression a second expression for others and this may well apply uh, to you here and uh, one may say um, I don't have a single teacher but I do have a main teacher and that, again that woman or the man she or he is my main teacher but at times I have contact with uh, other teachers. It's another potential and possibility. But it's not the only one. There are others, including I'm sure a number of you here, who will say, I don't have a single teacher, I don't have a, uh, uh, a main teacher, but I find what works for me well is to have contact with certain teachers uh, there isn't one who is main, but I do find I'm getting benefit from that contact with those teachers. And some of you, just to take Eindor uh, and Tovena as an example uh, here, will look at, possibly look at the program. You'll see uh, there there's a re- retreat on. There is trust and confidence in what is being uh, offered appreciation for the teachers established and one comes and attends that uh, retreat and sometimes people come because of a single teacher which is fine or two or three teachers uh, there with also the potential and possibility of course to have teachers outside the networks here and really benefit from that the important thing uh, with this of course courses that 
in the listening and in the practices which take place we do feel they are beneficial they are insightful and we are learning from and and here in the approach that we as teachers take in relationship to people we take uh, very noticeably two things we take an adult position and what I mean is we are as teachers are adults and we are speaking to a group of adults there is a tendency in religion to make the gap sometimes the gap which is made is like the guru and disciple and that can undermine the authority of the devotee elevate the authority of the guru, the teacher and it has in uh, my view forgive me, no don't forgive me (laughs) but it has in my view a slightly parental child relationship we're not interested in that here we're not interested in to be gurus a father figure a mother figure there we're interested in sharing our experience and our knowledge with you from one from <coughs> adults to adults where the relationship is not devotional the elevation of the other there but the relationship is one of friendship with our hopefully quiet authority to share our understanding and our knowledge with you and that principle is really important for uh, for us and it's very much um, inspired by the Buddha's uh, uh, teachings on what he referred to as Kalyanamitta simply translated as the good friend he broke away from this devotional guru relationship because of the gap which can undermine the devotee though it has real benefits and replaced it with a network of friends and friendship really really important this was radical in ancient uh, India and but still recognizing that some people in the Sangha in the community of practitioners have the years of experience have the understanding and share that and as a small advertisement Asaf wrote a wonderful thesis on the, from the text quoting the many passages in the text where the Buddha referred to this is a teaching and practice of good friendship and hopefully we receive that from you not always and hopefully we uh, offer that to you and hopefully always <laughs> there in coming back to the theme and the exploration uh, uh, here yeah. it is to um, recognize the influence here of the image and I'd just like to uh, touch uh, uh, upon that uh, with you sometimes in our inner life I'll take the difficult for a moment and then move to the creative uh, 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 with this we like to say to ourselves and convince ourselves um, and others to use a language of um, living in the real world uh, 
living in the real world is not easy uh, because even the language living in the real world there is an image of living in the real world even that already in these kind of teachings there there is something to track and follow and I'll try to explain what I mean here the Buddha uses a little conceptual uh, hang-in um, that conditions and only conditions make something arise but it's worth remembering conditions and only conditions make something arise and it's up to us not only to recognize this is only difficult for the moment what is difficult inside of us about what arises and we do wish to be clear about what is arising for us but it's not enough just to see what is arising we shouldn't think oh because I see it because I'm clear about this is going on inside of me therefore it should go away it's putting too much faith in mindfulness too much faith in samadhi, in concentration to imagine that somehow is the answer to our prayers so to speak uh, there so it can be that in that which arises it, rather it will be what arises in the difficult experiences whatever it might be about it has only arisen and nothing else can make it arise except certain conditions which contribute to it sometimes those certain conditions which influence what arises is not just all inside of us it is, this is not a selfie tradition it's all about me it's not a view which I, which I find um, horrendous the view is oh I create my own suffering this is, this is a, a, a selfie culture it's not a, a view oh I am like this because well it must be my choice this is to put an, uh, a lot of hardship and, <coughs> and blame and quite often a lot of guilt on, on people by saying well it's your choice you create your own suffering uh, and, and all of that uh, this is li living in images itself so sometimes to repeat a little bit there is the experience of uh, what arises and what are the conditions which generate it sometimes the conditions are outside of ourself shouldn't imagine it's all inside sometimes what happens around us really has an impact on our life we've all got memories of physical pain which happened to us which we didn't invite we didn't want we got sick somebody hit us there was an accident all these things have an impact on our heart and our mind and our, and our, our, our bodies and we didn't create that we didn't ask for that whether we were children or whether we were uh, adults 
So sometimes it's to be clear about what the conditions are, sometimes from the outside. And even without all of that, even if we are blessed to have been freed from major sickness, from abuse, from acts of violence and much else, still the nature is having its impact. Look at it. It wasn't like this 50 years ago. <laughs> As I, uh, in about 20 years, just take the physical for a, for a moment, I began to notice these white spots down, the, down my leg. Well, that's interesting. I am. I thought I was a white person. <laughs> now there's some proof it. And then they began to, to uh, expand, you see. And, and, and now, so, uh, they, they have a fancy word for it. It's called vitilago. And so the skin disappears. So I, 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 I call it nature's body art. It's kind of <laughs> formless. There, it's got all different shapes and 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 sizes. Uh, there, I didn't say. I think I had some body art in my old age, <laughs> etc. I mentioned I, maybe I should have a tattoo. <coughs> or to I said I said it to my daughter. So oh, dad, it's a f- slightly hypo- hypocritical. My daughter's got tattoos on her feet. She's got an amazing one up the back. And then she's telling her father, well, you can't have them. You're too old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, I can. Keep your eye out next year. Anyway. (laughs) So sometimes the (laughs) the world around is having its impact. There are conditions which affect us. Sometimes it is not easy to handle those conditions didn't invite, we didn't ask it's not easy to handle them and part of our practice and exploration with the outer conditions finding ways to be clear about to understand and if it's in our past can we, with those conditions from the past what is it that I need to be clear about and understand so that I am at peace with the past I may know what happened. I may have strong images this happened to me last week, last month, last year when I was young or whatever. I may feel hurt, traumatized, wounded, affected. The images, remember it's the images because it happened in the past. The images are still arising. Those images may be landing in the body. So the mind may have faded a little bit from it all but there are experiences in the body of contraction quite often very often actually um, with the past in the chest area centre of the chest area and up through sometimes near the throat the impact from the old those images those memories that's the images landing in the uh, from the old, registered on our vulnerable, sensitive body and it still sticks there. We can still feel, at times, some hurt or some wound or some painful memory. There's still f- some feeling of some contraction in the body. It could be any single place <coughs> in the body. One of the more common ones would be in the chest, uh, this particular uh, 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 area there. And it's 
part of our practice and there are two things with uh, this that in the practice of dealing with hurt, wound, pain, guilt, hardship, memory and so forth can we turn our attention to the difficult area which for some of you is being felt in a location and just quietly explore that area sometimes just developing the interest and the mindfulness from the lower part and just quietly moving the attention up through or into that difficult area so that the attention or the mindfulness and the concentration is just quietly opening out the cells a little bit to some painful memory in the body opening out the cells and an extra support for that at times can just be breathing in and breathing out and in the quiet deep breath it also expands the cells and that expansion of the cells can help to reduce the contraction which is the, an effect of what happened yesterday, last week, last month, last decade to really see the present and that and the second aspect of all of this as well if we have some painful memories of the past or we have some painful situations we may not actually remember what it was it may not even be so to speak in this lifetime meaning it could be generational in in various uh, ways that still can be influencing us and though there isn't any concrete memory this happened to me but but one just senses something is hurting or, or touching the one thing we need to be clear about is we are a little extra vulnerable and what I mean by that is if a difficult situation is occurring in our life in the present somebody shouts at you somebody steals something from you there is a threat you lose your job the person walks out on you or whatever that itself can have its touch and impact or it could be just a memory about something unrelated it could be about some anxiety in the future that easily can contribute to some contraction but one also has a history as well and as the Buddha commented it doubles it there's the difficulty of what is present combined with the unresolved difficulty from the past and sometimes we wonder why am I, am I having such a difficulty handling this situation and it's the situation if it was just of itself we could probably handle it much better but it's impacting there's a contraction there's a reaction inside and the old and the immediate hit together we're struggling then so part of our practices uh, I know it all sounds bad news I'll get to the other aspect in a minute part of our practice uh, is there is that if there is a situation 
in our life and that include obviously here uh, as as well there is a certain refinement and subtlety and uh, openness which takes uh, place uh, with us and if there is some impact upon us whatever that uh, may be or we sense it can we remember to come as quickly as we can back to the body feel some openness with the body feel some expansion and the inhaling can help we breathe in a little and breathe out and see if we can keep that contracted area open and our mindfulness of breathing will help and that will help to protect us from contracting around but the most important because of the images if there are some images or memories from the past as I mentioned we may be mindful of it we may be aware of it but it's still bothering us it's still troubling those images and that could be yesterday or before still having its impact if it's having its impact and we're seeing it and the seeing is not changing the duty the responsibility of us is to be clear what needs to change in my way of looking quite often that is difficult and what we find ourselves doing possibly is blaming the other understandably it could be blaming ourselves and all of that blame are images they're all negative interpretations of the event and the dark images the negative negative interpretations is that which gets in the way of resolving the problem that's the problem with the images the Buddha uses this word nimitta n-i-m-i-t-t-a he's really concerned about living in images and living in images is that and only that which stops us from living with reality there are no images in reality this so this looking in which it is not easy even uh, for adults to be able to say ask ourselves quietly and respectfully and sensitively what is a fresh way of looking at this and that fresh way might never have been thought of by you or me before nothing has ever come to us and sometimes with the meditations and with the listening and the uh, uh, mindfulness and receptivity something can come out of the deep which is where the resolution will come from come out of the deep we see a fresh way of looking at it and we know the pain is over this is how we know we know the pain is over because we can look at the past and it's no longer troubling we recognize the fact of the past the difficulty of what happened 
the hurt as it, or the blame that came upon us which ever happened we're not in any denial we're not trying to explain it away with somebody else or to ourselves but we know the change has come because we can look at the past and the problem of it has finished it is over and when that something is over because of the clarity we have much more strength in the being much more authority to be able to look at these difficult situations and say to ourselves not always but I can handle this because it's not getting doubled from the past and so an aspect of liberation teachings is one which is one aspect and an important one it is liberation from the problems of the past which are impacting on the present and it's not your fault it's not one's own fault it's just the conditions were there and this happened and any problematic aspect of the mind whether it's called um, indifference what's the point I'm not getting anywhere it's no good nothing's ever changing these are all in the world of the images whether it's fear whatever the fear may be about one is afraid of this or afraid of him or her or that whether it's negativity or blame whether it's greed consumer greed here I want this I must have um, uh, the latest whatever it is what is it Um, iPhone which has surely uh, that Apple company is absolutely rotten to the core Mm -hmm. uh, and much much uh, uh, else I won't say too much I'm in danger of losing right speech so (laughs) so sometimes in the circumstances of things we we often hear in these were here a slightly small sideways step here a virtue is being made in the the spiritual circles um, about being open when I hear this I just groan I mean it's it's no wonder my hair is completely white (laughs) we have to be open the problem with human beings and the great difficulty of human beings it's quite the opposite we are far too open and we're so open that we're so easily manipulated we're open to what the politicians saying even if we argue with them we're open to what the media says which is open by the, owned by the oligarchy for the most part with a few uh, exceptions we're open to all the messages that society keeps telling us what we should be and what we should do and what it means to be successful etc our trouble is we're far too damned open and that being less open <coughs> might be healthier and one is not open to be able to say no go away <laughs> the system <laughs> capitalism or whatever so there's no great virtue in being open there are times when it's precious and beautiful there are times when it's warm and wise and expansive 
but there are plenty of times where the openness is utterly unhealthy. We are, we are manipulated because as human beings we get uh, so easily um, uh, manipulated. And our wisdom is to say yes to openness when it's wise. Our wisdom says no to openness when it's not wise. And that, as I mentioned, the relationship in our practice and our exploration is to see the images with every problematic state of mind indifference, apathy, agitation, anxiety, worry of course there are feelings in there of course there's contact in there certain energies there memories in there and there are images and can't have Im fear and blame and a problematic states of mind without images in there somewhere and this teaching is to explore deeply and not be in the spell of the images it isn't easy but it's honest it's a nightmare living in daydreams living in fantasies living in hopes and disappointments living in wanting and not wanting living in being pulled in one direction and then aversion and reaction in the other that's the spell on us of images and to really notice when I look outwardly as a human being there and every contact with the negativity and with the thought every single contact in the, uh, with the thought and in the looking out there it requires all, all of that with the image which perpetuates anti-Semitism it perpetuates Islamophobia it perpetuates racism it perpetuates discrimination against other people who one may not even know or even ever had any real deep conversation uh, with and all of that stuff that goes on which you and I and thoughtful human beings are concerned about is because one identifies with the image it could not possibly happen unless the image and the negativity uh, and the view got stuck together. And all the suffering in the world, inflicted in every single context without exception, is because the images mattered more than the life. That is the terror and the nightmare of images. Is it any wonder the Buddha said, the liberated ones, those who are free from all of that, they have realized, they know the doorway, the gateway to animita, the absence of living in these images, because of the violence and the aggression that can so easily emerge out of them, or the helplessness that a person could feel 
because the image is I can't do anything and when a human being says I can't do anything this is the death of the spiritual of the human being it is the death of imagination it's the death of creativity because one has taken on the view of indifference and apathy either with ourselves or with our loved ones or with our country or with our neighbours or whatever it might be images are key feature to knowing the real let's see if we can be free from the image the harmful, the dangerous ones how am I doing for time? <laughs> not bad there's a few minutes left for the more <laughs> sometimes <laughs> with the, uh, with the uh, uh, image that <clears throat> the depth of uh, uh, exploration and this is the wonderful and precious aspect yeah. we are remarkably creative creatures confirmation of it is all, all around unfortunately we are remarkably sadly destructive creatures as well take on the creative part for a few minutes and sometimes out of the being it's an important thing the creative idea may come some of you while sitting and walking and uh, spending this time together sometimes a creative initiative and idea comes sometimes like myself and possibly you we get an idea and we kind of write down a few words and say we want to put that in when it pardon me, when it arises it's an image it's a vision it's a sense of a potential of something that we might offer or share or, or give and we see at times how sometimes in the depth of our being it's a sometimes a kind of surprise to ourself Some, something quite remarkable comes out of us and we don't know where, where did that come from or sometimes, where the hell did that guy come from? And something really remarkable. And we see it as well with some of our beautiful artists and creative people and uh, visionaries and people uh, dedicated. Something has moved the life. If nothing happens, then it's just an image it's just a good idea but if it's authentic it belongs to the real and we only know the so-called good idea or the sudden insight or the vision or the creative expression we only know it that it is true and it is authentic not by itself but by the fact it enters into the real and therefore, the, it belongs to the real. And if it doesn't, doesn't go anywhere there, it's a fantasy. It's just another empty, useless image. It's just another nice thought. Just another projection. But it doesn't belong to the real. It belongs into the emptiness of the image. 
and it's and in order for something to actualize to enter into the real and it belongs to the, uh, the real uh, there is not just the spark of the some offering that may uh, Im- emerge spiritually or creatively or caringly or lovingly or whatever but for that to happen it can't happen of itself it's going to need surprise, surprise mindfulness it's surprise, surprise, surprise it's going to need intention surprise, surprise it's going to need some concentration to make it happen surprise, surprise it's going to need probably some letting go of some other things in one's life I know letting go is not easy there except when you have a shit in the morning it's very easy not, sometimes that's not easy on a hot day I have to say I'm, I'm talking from experience here uh, there and so sometimes for something to actually you know, on the, in the toilets in the squats on the retreats in Budgaya we have had a wonderful sign about the, the squat it said for Dharma bums only <laughs> And it was. Um, so some, <laughs> excuse the one-liners. So, so in order for something to enter into the real, and therefore support the real, and not not support the dark uh, images and the projections there, mindfulness, concentration, energy, interest, love, uh, intention there. And when we put those factors together, uh, there, then there's real opportunity for something to express itself. And quite often, we may have the creative view, the creative idea, but it doesn't actually happen. And it may just be because we haven't got the energy. We haven't got the concentration to do it. We haven't got the intention. We haven't got the patience. So it swirls around in ideas and images and thoughts and this teaching is not to make us feel good about ourselves Dharma is not concerned with you or me feeling good about ourselves there's far more important things in life to be interested in what the Dharma is concerned about is releasing the best it's not liberating myself into a, a nice cosy, sleep-ridden cocoon (laughs) but (laughs) there are a few Buddhists around like that I have to say I've met met some of them but it's liberation not for me it's the liberation of that which is creative which is engaged with life, which is nourishing and uh, fulfilling it's to bring, allow something to emerge out and therefore when the dark, the negative, the blindness, the faults are explored and we're looking at them and then we're not living in these obstructions that's the Buddha's word here, these obstructions these hindrances as he uh, refers to them when there's some, not perfectly, some space from all of that it's in order for something else to be released Insights and in understanding and friendship and love with uh, uh, each other. 
and that is a primary aspect of our exploration a primary aspect of the of the teachings which are here so do as often said here two aspects listen as we say to the deep inner voice the deeper deeper one if you have a sense the voice or voices which are going on seem a bit superficial and 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 shallow take 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 the take the notice of them it could be some old voices from the past like your mother or father or something forget them listen to the deeper ones out of the being sometimes deep voices come from mother and father I have to say that I'm a father um, <laughs> but sometimes it's that li- listening to allow something from the deep to uh, uh, really show itself and the challenge can be from that how can that be actualized? How can we be free enough for something beautiful to manifest and express itself? And then the inner life can be really in harmony and in tune with what is important, what is authentic, and what is real. And we will know that indifference, being afraid of ourselves and <coughs> others, and blame actually has nothing to do with the real. Okay, thank you for listening. Let's have um, a quiet minute together, shall we please? beings explore deeply into life. May all beings uncover endless discoveries. May all beings live with love and liberation. and uh, this 45 minute period further standing or sitting as you might might wish and uh, 5.30 there is the the food uh, time thank you everyone thank you